All right, here it is. I'm ready to start necking on the couch. All through the night, I'll make love. Sorry, it's this is the Entertainment Entertainment Podcast. We're singing it. We're belting it out. This is Boys to Men. We all know it. We all love it. Tell me to. I wanted a girl in there. You, you know? gotta, you gotta throw a girl yeah. in there. Uh, yeah, we're starting with uh, "I'll Make Love to You" by Boys to Men. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the Entertainment Entertainment Podcast. Before I jump the gun, yep. uh, the entertaining conversation about entertainment with the entertaining comedians, mm-hmm. Justin Engermeyer and Caitlin McKee. I'm Justin Engermeyer. I'm Caitlin McKee. We're just throwing girls in everything today. This girl. is. Sorry, uh, I can't. I'm very excited. That's pretty good. No, it's, it's not. pretty good. You could have been the sixth uh, or fifth member of Boys to Men. Would have been four, an honor. Right? Would have been an honor. Would have been an honor. You would have been the the, the only female in there, and it would have worked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> blended. <laughs> we blended right in with Boys to Men. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're, we're starting with "I Will Make Love to You." Uh, we're just gonna get right into it. We're, we're talking about the butterscotch stallion. <laughs> Himself, Owen Wilson. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. It's, it's you got you got. Um, uh, Justin's very nice, and he just told me I have lipstick on my teeth. That's very sweet. Is it gone? It's gone. The okay. Lipstick is gone. We've avoided the lipstick. That was nice. I appreciate you telling me. Um, because it was all over. It was all over her teeth. It was all over I, all those sloppy girls I was singing. And then we just started <laughs> yeah. talking about butterscotch stallion, and I was just messy. Yeah, your mouth was watering. I was it was just, just yeah, horny and had lipstick on my teeth. Sure. Um, what a great it, start. that song puts your three glasses of wine in as soon as it starts. You're no matter what. You're three I'm, glasses I'm sober, in. but my lipstick and my mouth said I was wasted and and making out with and doing some inappropriate stuff. Uh, yeah, you know. it did. And I had to end that. And I appreciate it. But yeah, back to the Butterscotch Stallion. Let's reel it in here. Um, <laughs> Let's get back on track. <laughs> yeah. So at BravoCon, that, I think BravoCon happened like in October. And, you know, like all this, we have all these panels where they like gather um, like certain housewives. So I guess they had one with um, <clears throat> Sonia Morgan from uh, Real Housewives of New York, the OG, the original cast. Um, and I guess one of the questions was Andy Cohen. He was like, he did like a like a trivia game, you know, like which housewife is this? It's like clue they do about. what would happen, watch what happens live. Yeah. Like they do stuff like yeah, those little games. So I guess Andy Cohen read on stage. Stage. She once had a very flirtatious moment with Owen Wilson, and then wow. everyone on the stage collectively realized it had to have been the one, the only Sonia Morgan. And Sonia Morgan <laughs> replied, "I feel like Sonia kind of talks like Betty Boop." I feel like she's... She's a little Betty Boop. Right? She's yeah. like, but it wasn't flirtatious. But it wasn't flirtatious. <laughs> He's the butterscotch stallion, and he loves doggy style. Yeah, which, yeah, wow. Okay. That's so, where we're starting with this. And then it, she continues, and then she goes, I fucked him several times. Several. The 59-year-old added, I love him. We don't, Loves him. We don't doubt you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that they should be together. I mean, oh, Sonia, Sonia. We, we also loved Sonia with um, on Worth, The Worst Chefs in America when she was on... With Tyler. She had so much... I don't know Tyler's last name. I don't know either, but Tyler from The Great Food Truck Race. Yeah, he's like Madonna, just one name only for Tyler in the, <laughs> he's in Tyler. the, in the Food yeah. Network universe. But he, Sonia and Tyler had so much sexual chemistry on that show. Yeah, he was into her. Yeah. He was into her. And, yeah. and Sonia gives off sexual energy. You know, she, she really, I, you know, she really does. Um 
She no one kisses and tells like Sonia. Like mm. uh, like if if she fucks somebody on Housewives, you find out about it. Like yeah. she's not trying to cover it up in French like Luann. Like she'll straight up tell you like I fucked the pirate in the in the garden. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah, Thomas, the Johnny Depp looking <laughs> pirate in Saint Bart. He looks like Johnny Depp. They're all just like, he looks like just some like skinny guy with long hair because then they're all like, he looks like Johnny Depp. Just some. Oh my God, he looks like Johnny Depp. Nasty European (laughs) living in, like if anyone's living in St. Bart's, you're like, what are you doing? That didn't, all right, getting a little blue here, but didn't he like fuck multiple of those women in the ass? Well, it all comes back to the Butterscotch Stallion. Yes, because he hooked up with Luann the first night there. Okay. And then the second night, um, what's her name? Heather said that she walked in on Sonia getting sodomized in the garden or something like that. (laughs) And then Sonia was like, yeah, it was a good time. I figured, you know, he had a turn with Luann. Now it's my turn. Like, literally, (laughs) that was the vibe. So Sonia is not ashamed of her. Like, she's kind of, like, very sex positive. She's not not ashamed of the way she fucks. She's not ashamed that she fucks all the time, Um, which I think is something very people love about her. Yeah, you know, like, you know. There's star quality. No shame in her game. Yeah. And she has game because she has had this dalliance with so they're calling him the butterscotch stallion, Owen Wilson, because he loves doggy style. And there's I've heard on other podcasts people tell stories about he's like brought he's like picked up girls in Hollywood, brings them home, makes them go in the hot tub, and then immediately after that, like cleans their so they like kind of go in the hot tub naked, and then he immediately does angle angus to them pretty much all night for like hours. This yeah. is what I've heard on That's a, how it started. Allegedly. It is allegedly at some point around 2004, I believe it was. Wow, like, dates. In, internet rumors started that, yeah, <laughs> Owen Wilson had picked up some girl in LA, brought her back to his hotel room, and then ate her butt for two straight hours. Yeah, which is like, I don't think analingus at this point is scandalous. No, ahead of he's well ahead of his time. Yeah. In the, I mean, he's, you know, it, it, this should have come out 20 years later, and he would have been, you know, it would be the biggest thing ever. Yeah, he's a trendsetter. The ass man, yeah, the, the, the ass man Owen Wilson. Yeah, but um, I just feel like, like um endurance and analingus you know what i mean like being known for being like not only do i do analingus analingus. but i do it for hours (laughs) yes i mean that is if anyone doesn't just want to clench their butt cheeks and just no, it makes you like itch a little bit. Save yourself that raw yeah. butthole after it's getting licked for hours. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what that I has mean? to be. Yeah, that had to have been uh, uh, an exaggeration. An exaggeration. That's the word I was. Looking yeah, for. like what real time? Like two? Like someone says hours? Do they really mean like half hour? You know? Yeah, that That's sounds probably, that sounds more believable to me. Yeah, I think so. Like maybe a long, and that fo- feels, a long forty minutes. And that feels like that would probably be the max of just like, all right, let's you know, at the very least, let's move on to something else. I think at the yeah. very least, let's do something other than you licking my asshole. Right? I mean, yeah, it's a lot, but it's just kind of shocking because I feel like I haven't really heard about Owen Wilson. You know, he really hasn't been. I think he did like some Marvel movie or whatever, but he hasn't been like in the zeitgeist as far as like. The he's guy. Kept, he's I mean, kept he, a low profile over the last yeah. X amount of years. And yeah. he was like the guy for a while. Yeah. But now he's coming back as the Butterscotch Stallion. It kind of sticks. I now mean, it's, I, yeah, I, now that's it's, who he is. Yeah, Sonya's brought it back, brought it back. And now he is, It's once again, he's the Butterscotch Stallion. Which yeah. uh, I believe he had some quotes around the time that this started happening. It was in four. I thought I saw there was a quote where he was like, he basically was like, hey, I just can't control it, you know? And then wow. and, and then he, like, quoted uh, Gloria Steinem and was like... Nice. And she says that, you know, women are responsible for their own orgasms. So, you know, there's more than one ways to the waterfall. 
Wow. I don't think anyone's saying <laughs> that's that. What, that was his response, like, back in 2005 when he was questioned oh. about this uh, Butterscotch Stallion story yeah. that, that came out. Yeah, Way to use feminism against women. <laughs> that's a very feminist thing to do, Owen. Thanks a lot. You know, like, way to just use it. I might lick but, her ass for two hours. If she doesn't come, that's her fault. Yeah, she has hands. <laughs> and, right? Come on. There's more than one hole. Come on. Um, I don't think anyone's orgasm shaming women here, sir. I just think it's you've you've been outed as having this <laughs> peculiar kink you know what i mean i don't think at I a time yeah like before yeah. ass eating was in the zeitgeist right like, yeah like 10 years later it would blow up kind of as like this thing right uh but yeah in 2005 it was not no. it was very taboo i think at that point yeah so i get it no one should we're not and we're not shaming him i think we're celebrating him i'm so yeah i as think in, we're, we're celebrating the butterscotch we, he stallion. is a butterscotch stallion he's the analingus king and <laughs> analingus king <laughs> yeah. Owen wilson yeah yeah and I, yeah so there is no shame here and I, and are women responsible for their own orgasms yes but there's no need to like throw like I, I don't think there needs to be a excuse me ladies if i lick your ass you're responsible like call me whatever you want but yeah. you have to come it's on you <laughs> no i saw you have a very long middle finger that <laughs> probably can oh you know you use your index and that long middle finger i'm pretty sure you can reach orgasm uh, g-spot clitoris while i do that so yeah i'm just is- doing my own thing on the waterfall I'm just, I'm just down here. That was always easy. Like, there's more than one way to a waterfall. That was his quote. Wow. So yeah. Is it a wa- wow? It's a waterfall. What a picture. When you're with the, when you're with the butter squash stallion, it is. Yeah, you better. Yeah, yeah. You better get that. For, yeah, for me, this whole story is about because then we read there was like the yeah, whole sorry. profile, and for me, it's all about the revelation that uh, after a <laughs> night out with Steve Coogan. <laughs> <laughs> and Owen Wilson promoting Starsky and Hutch in 2004 in Incredible London. Incredible film. <laughs> the incredible Starsky and Hutch remake of the early 2000s. Uh, there's a story that came out that Christine Taylor told Ben Stiller, if you ever go out with that man again, referring to Steve Coogan, uh, I will divorce you. Wow. It was, he was, it was a night out of Owen Wilson, Steve Coogan, and Ben Stiller, and Ben Stiller almost wound up divorced because of it while yeah. they were promoting Starsky and Hutch. And when I heard this, I was like, that means <laughs> if, if Christine Taylor was like, if you ever go out with that motherfucker again, I'll divorce you, that means there was more than booze involved. That more, means yeah. there was either drugs or... Or women, or both. Probably like, drugs and women. Coke and hookers, coke and cock sucking. That's <laughs> exactly. She was like, if I catch you doing coke and getting your cock sucked by some stranger, like, we're done. Because I feel like if a guy comes home after a boy's night out and is just like wasted and sick, you're like, oh, just God. Like wasted and sick. You know, you just feel bad and you're like, oh, God. Like, this poor guy, like, overdid it with his pals. But if you catch, you know, if you're like, I will divorce you if you do that again has to you have yeah no it's some real dark stuff somebody so, was yeah. going for your dick you know yeah what I mean? yeah there had to yeah it was probably very of him being like nothing happened right a lot of been still just like no nothing happened we're just no no uh she was like i was just showing her something i was showing my mole i have a mole right you know christine <laughs> christine you know i have a mole right and we were drunk and she thought it was funny and i was like i have to guys i have to I, it was steve steve was doing it yeah. it was it was steve he was the one getting his dick sucked not not me not yeah. owen steve called the hookers i mean the lady her, they were his friends they were his friends christine that's what i'm saying like something happened with those because yeah it also brought me back owen wilson courtney love the way we got to steve coogan was i remember courtney love gotten not got in trouble but like basically 
she dated Steve Coogan in like 2006 or 2008 and and kind of ta- when she talks about it she's like he got like it was a bad time I think he got her kind of into drugs I remember her her saying that like Billy Bob Thornton came over to where they all were and like pulled her aside and was like Courtney you need to cut it out like yeah playing her dad in yeah, real life. yeah it was crazy and then she just said that like Steve Coogan was the reason because I guess Owen Wilson had a drug overdose situation I think mm. he had like and 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 uh Courtney Love blamed Steve Coogan for Owen Wilson's drug overdose. And Steve Coogan, of course, pushed back and was like, absolutely not true. He denies all of this. He's but- like, this did not affect our friendship at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. But Courtney Love, I, I kind of believe her. I'm like, I love Steve Coogan to death. And and it's also like, well, men are if women are responsible for their own orgasms, men are responsible for their own overdoses. Like, don't, <laughs> you don't need to blame Steve Coogan. You know, it's like, I'm sure he put that cocaine right up his own goddamn nose, whatever, whatever he go deed on. But, you know, it's just like this crazy gossipy story. Yeah. And then that got us from the from the Courtney Love to the Owen Wilson to the, to the Steve Coogan to the Ben Stiller of it all. To the Ben Stiller of it all. Yeah. And how Christine Taylor, and, and it's rumored that Kate Hudson gave Owen Wilson a similar ultim- ultimatum. Oh, uh, about, um, about going out with Steve oh So I don't know. Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking <laughs> like, what other like just like complete like nothing movies yeah. that were being promoted at some point like almost led to like a famous divorce? Like what? God. Well, that, they, this is. I know one. What's the other one? Not Sartsky and Hutch, but the one that Johnny Knoxville was in. Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. Jessica, Jessica Simpson. Simpson almost left Nick Lachey for Johnny. They were like in an affair. They were like, oh, oh Not, yeah, because they, like they had like a connection on set yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Like, I guess you would call it an emotional affair. <laughs> wow. They almost hooked up. There were rumors. Remember there were rumors that she fucked Bam Margera? Remember that? I remember, like, during this time, it was, like, peak, like, it was, like, when Jessica Simpson, you know, she became Daisy Duke, and, like, she became, like, basically, like, the Farrah Fawcett pinup. Of that generation. Like, just, she was skinny and hot, and everybody could not take it. And, um, yeah, there was rumors that, at that time, that she was going to, um... She's just a poor Jessica Simpson. Her weight is always... People are either, like, pro her or, like, she cannot win. But no, I feel like yeah. that was the one time where everybody was like, she looks great, we love her, but she was rumored to be having an affair with Bam Margera and, like... But, I kind of remember. Now that you're saying it, yeah, I kind of yeah. remember this time you're saying But I read her book, uh, Open Book, very good, and she talked about how, yeah, her and Johnny Knoxville had this kind of, like, emotional affair, and then wow. when she finally left Nick Lachey, Johnny Knoxville, like, emailed her and was like, I can't believe you finally left them, like, how did you do it, blah, blah, blah. Wow. So, anyway. So, was Johnny Knoxville married at this point, too? Was it just like, wow, they were married and then, like, had, like, an emotional connection on set? Wow. Which, that makes sense back then. I mean, I think, like... You know, clearly Jessica and Nick, there were some issues there. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Just watch Newlyweds. Yeah, wow. Yeah, not not to speculate on Johnny and his uh, wife, who... I don't know if they're still together or what's going on there. but uh, Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that's an interesting... You wouldn't peg it, but it makes a lot of sense after the after the fact yeah i guess also i feel like i've heard people say too like back in the day before cell phones were such a thing like on movie sets like people actually like hung out with each other but now because Mm. everyone has a smart it's like less just like the entire world is less like face-to-face social but i've heard people complain that there's less like on-screen camaraderie like yeah there's amongst the yeah less hookups i forget who said it i might have been like hugh grant who said like making movies now is so boring because like nobody's trying to fuck each other the stalwarts won't fuck me anymore yeah because they're all looking at their only fans and doing that swiping on tinder instead of me swiping their own anyway whatever i can't do hugh grant but yeah i imagine you'd say something like that something like that clever kind of snarky you know um anyway what a story we just we had to we had to touch on the the butterscotch stallion and i'll tell you i was buying cough drops 
And I looked at some Werther's Butterscotch Originals, and I was like, they do look like little buttholes. They do. <laughs> they do look like little buttholes that you suck on, yeah. like your own Wilson. Yeah. I was like, I always thought Starburst was like the the ass candy, because I feel like buttholes are kind of known to be shaped like a Starburst. Mm, but yeah. I guess visually, it's the Werther's Original that looks more like an ass. Because, you know. It is. It, it, it if has... you really start to think about it. Yes. And, 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 and think of the image of a Werther's and a Starburst. You're, it's more, it's it's asshole colored. Yeah. Butter, the caramel butterscotch is a little, you know. Right. If it's not, you know, if it's not good to go down there. Right. Uh, yeah. It also has the, it has the recess of an asshole. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and it's got the little, so like, it, pin of the, Yes. Yeah, where yeah. the Starburst is shaped. Nothing like a butt, but the name alone alludes to. Yeah, well, you know, Starburst <laughs> sounds like, you know, like there was the, in the Limp Biscuit lyric, chocolate starfish. Oh, boy. Before, I think, uh, Roland. Okay. Chocolate starfish, she wow. goes, which I guess is just an asshole. Yeah, interesting. So, so there you go. Starburst, starfish. Yeah. Fred Durst said it. So many directions we went with this. Yeah, yeah so many. I think we. Yeah. I think we. There were no multiple directions we could have gone. We took all of them. We, we took all of them. And uh, I think we're all better for it. Yeah. And thinking about it, I hope uh, Owen Wilson is happy. Uh, whoever he's with right now, <laughs> I hope that he's happy. Yeah. He seemed to have uh, a messy kind of child situation recently yeah. i think like yeah. he was with the girl but he had a baby with another girl i think that type of thing right yeah boring we yeah, want to hear no. more about the analingus <laughs> yeah you know yeah you, you think he probably you know wishes you could get pregnant just from analingus he probably it sounds like that's what that guy wants i think he wants the opposite he probably knows this is a way he doesn't have to deal with any kind of pregnancy mm. bullshit he mm. just goes you know yeah goes the other way yeah yeah you know yeah, Safe. agreed. Yeah, no, there you go. Old Catholic virgins, you know what I mean? When that was a thing. Uh, yeah. Those Catholic mm-hmm. whores, if they get it. Because if you get fucked in the ass, it's not. You're, God's fine yeah. with it. Yeah. God's, you're still, you're still pure in God's eyes. How fucked up is that? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's an interesting religion. Yeah. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's uh, especially when it comes to sex, it'll fuck you up. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. For me, though, yeah, the whole story was about Christine Taylor mm-hmm. almost divorcing Ben Stiller yeah, in 2004. He had some coke up his nose and he had a hooker on his cock and she was like, again, I'll divorce. You, sir. How much glitter was on him when he came home? Like, how much glitter <laughs> yeah. was he wearing Seriously. when he got home? And what like, did he smell like? Yeah. Like, it's like, that's it. If she's going like zero to a hundred there, maybe now, sounds like they've always kind of had a rocky. Yeah. Up and down, tumultuous uh, marriage. But mm. yeah, if she's going from like that one night out to like, if this happens again, it's over. Right. Like, yeah, yeah what went down? There? there was a lipstick ring around his shaft. <laughs> yeah. was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Did Steve do this to you? Oh my God, no. <laughs> Maybe it was Steve Coogan who was just sucking him off. Sorry. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't even know. That's just what Christine is like. You know what's worse? Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, this is what a way to start the show. Just yeah, you know, hey, real well, blue it's here. A, it's a messy topic. Yeah, and we we chose to come out hot. Yeah, and now it's over. But we are not kink shaming or any sex shaming. No. We, we support his analingus, and it's just wild that this is what he's known for. And it's like it just yeah, it's kind of crazy. You know? It is great. Yeah, it is. It's just also yeah. It's we're just so ahead of the zeitgeist on mm-hmm. the analingus. So way to go, yeah. Owen Wilson. Yeah. I respect it. The butter, long live the butterscotch stallion. Long live the butterscotch stallion. Yeah. You know, it's a cool thing to be known by, I guess. (laughs) I mean, it's not the worst. It's not the worst. You know, know. yeah. I don't think there's really anything, yeah. 
I think you should be proud. I think I think it's actually a good thing. I agree. You know? Yeah. Speaking of things that are not the worst. No, no. This is the best. This is the best. Catherine we, Zeta-Jones. Catherine Zeta-Jones. All yes. right. So normally on this podcast, you know, if, if, we, if we're looking for a third topic, we'll just go, we do celebrity Instagram, mm-hmm. where it's, it's a topic we do. Uh, we, we, we just look up what the stars are doing on Instagram. And this week, it's usually we each pick one, but this week there's just so much going on with Catherine. So this is just about Catherine Zeta-Jones. Instagram. Instagram. Justin sent me these pictures of Catherine Zeta-Jones posing like she's in a Playboy shoot at a golf course. And I was like, we can only talk about this. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I will not be able to top this or equal this with another selection. We there's yeah. And then we just started looking at our Instagram and there is just so much going on there. It is such a joy to look at Catherine Zeta-Jones' Instagram. It's, it's so yeah, much fun. It's a 20-layer cake <sighs> inside of a 7-layer cake. There's just so many layers of this Instagram the it's, more you dig into it. It's fantastic. It really is kind of like a reality show of Catherine Zeta-Jones and, and Michael Douglas's relationship. Um, it, it, this is like the Osbournes. Yeah. This is what like modern-day Osbournes is. You're just yeah. looking at Catherine Zeta-Jones and what she posts on her Instagram. But the star is not mega-movie star Michael Douglas. The star is Chicago's uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> she is always the star. Michael Douglas is always the supporting role. Like, yeah. it is yeah. very clear what their dynamics is. I mean, like, on there's one of them at the Jumbotron on an NFL game. Like, there's a... she. There's like a photo of them, like the, you know, they cut they're, to them. Yeah, when they're like, what stars are here? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Catherine Zeta-Jones and Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas is uncredited. Uncredited. He's just sitting there. He's literally sitting there like this, like, this is all right. Oh, he look, kind of looks like Simon Birch in the, in the picture. He, like, yeah. like the child, he looks like a little child. Make a wish. very little make-a-wish boy. <laughs> he looks like a little make-a-wish boy. Yeah, yeah it's... Who wanted to meet Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> St. Jude's, you know, a little St. Jude's vibe going on. A boy, a little boy who is in need of uh, uh, an uplift, right? Uh, and he's into theater, right? So but, he wants to meet Catherine Zeta. But it's Jones. actually Hollywood royalty, Michael Douglas, who <laughs> 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 is uncredited. Sitting next to his wife, Catherine Zeta-Jones, who is smiling like <laughs> she is winning her Oscar at the NFL game. She's winning that Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Hey, Catherine Zeta-Jones, get her out there with the trophy because yeah. she won that Super Bowl. And the Chiron, that's what it's called, the Chiron, right? The little title, when they yeah, like okay. have the title card at the at the bottom of the screen, it says, Catherine Zeta-Jones, actress. <laughs> and nothing about Michael Douglas. It's That's that's the setting of the stage for their whole Instagram. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She is credited. She is the star. And Michael Douglas is like, you're like, is he okay? (laughs) Is Michael Douglas okay? Like, like, oh, no. Oh, wow. He's just 80. He's 80 now. But is he falling? What's going on? Because I will say this. Anytime. So, like, when she's filming herself, which is often, she holds the camera steady. She holds it on herself long. And she also does this thing, yeah, where when she first, if she's filming herself, I've noticed this, a lot of the time when she first starts the video, she's looking silently and moving her head back and forth like when a dog hears a sound that it's confused by. <laughs> so she's like smiling and like turning her head back and forth and then she starts the video. She does this. This is like her signature move. She does do that. Yes. Wow. And like all of her like yes. selfies I'm talking to the camera videos. Yeah. It starts with a moment of silence and she's bobbing her head. Posing back and forth, just smiling and then she'll get into whatever yeah. she's saying. And then anytime she cuts to Michael Douglas, it's quick, 
reckless, <laughs> careless, off-center, and it's for like a second. She'll pan to him yeah. for like a second, and then she'll pan back to her <laughs> and keeps it on her. And it is just like, what is going on in their relationship where she's just like this fucking... I mean, like, My, it is it is the most yeah. reckless cutting to her husband I've ever seen. Yeah, it's... Uh, you, you wonder why she's even cutting to him at all, because it's not flattering it's not for him. It's not flattering. My yeah. favorite one is it's it's their birthday, because they share a birthday. Oh, Did you okay. figure this out? No, they, I didn't get to that one. They, Sorry, there's so many videos. They were both born on September 25th. Oh, that's kind of cute. 25 years apart. Oh. Or 20, or 20, 20 years apart. Wow, okay. 20 years apart. So on his 20th birthday, she was born... Okay. So they share so they share a birthday. Uh, That's so, cute. Which is it's an interesting thing. I wonder how many couples out there act, like share literally share a birthday. Not even just like oh they're three days apart so yeah. they celebrate. Like literally they have the same birthday. Yeah. So they're on like what appears to be like a, a helicopter, like a private okay. helicopter, and she's doing the thing where she's like filming herself. Yeah. And she goes, "It's our birthday," <laughs> and then you hear like she does the pan to Michael Douglas, and he goes. Happy birthday, darling. <laughs> and she goes, Happy birthday, me. Happy birthday, you. <laughs> and then she cuts it to Michael Douglas again. And he goes, Happy birthday, darling, for the second time. <laughs> it's like, wow, where are they going? It doesn't say where they're going. And that's just uh, an interesting thing to get to see. Yeah, their dynamic is very um, Uncle Fester and Debbie. From Adam's family too. Wow, it is very you know Uncle Fester I mean? and uh, who's that? Jane um, Joan Cusack's Joan Cusack, Debbie. Yeah, yeah where he's yeah. just like, "What do you need me to do, Debbie?" You know, <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's like, or it's like uh, Anna Nicole Smith and Howard Marshall, the old guy. <laughs> you're just like, what is going on with these two? Like, you're a Hollywood royalty, but you're just like completely subservient. I mean, I guess he's smart, you know. But the video that really got me to be like, "This is the greatest thing ever," were the were the golf series. so there's um there's a series of photos that they made uh while she was while they because they really like to play golf together they're They're really really got into golf they're constantly on the horse constantly hitting the links yeah she's constantly like filming herself at the driving range yeah so the first one i saw she's wearing head-to-toe navy blue athleisure (laughs) and she's posing on the golf course by completely laying down on the greens yeah just like (laughs) laying down on the greens and then posing like like 70s playboy style like you know what i mean just like hand uh you know head propped up on her on her elbow and just like just completely sexually posing at this golf course in like navy blue leggings. It's so bizarre. My favorite one was the one where <laughs> she like pretended like she was follow through swinging a golf club while she like looked off and smiled into the distance. It was just like <laughs> it's insane. Like she is that person that is just having a full on Vanity Fair shoot in her head in public. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. E- every everywhere she goes is it a, is it it is a Vanity Fair Oscars party edition photo shoot in her head yeah she's she's in makeup hair and the flash bulbs are going off but it's really just her her cell phone um (laughs) and then the best though is so they're they're on the way home from golf they decided to make a movie a a video i'm sorry a video and might as well be a movie yeah it's a movie in her mind i mean it's, (laughs) it's it's a film and the craziest thing to me was in the background of this video joni mitchell's both sides now is playing and like Joni Mitchell, like I love Joni Mitchell, but it's such personal emotional music. I can barely listen to it with headphones on and not be like self-conscious. Like I would never play Joni Mitchell when we were just sitting next to each other. Just you know like what driving I mean? home from an, a day at the 
course. Never. I would never play Joni Mitchell. It's way too personal. Like, but then she says, she even addresses <laughs> it. Like, she kind of uses it at a, as a power move over Michael. She's, so they're in the car. Joni Mitchell is playing both sides now. She's like, I've looked at love. <laughs> like all that shit. And and Catherine, she's she just starts the video and she's like, I know you're all sick of my golf pictures, but we just played golf today, Michael and I, and I wanted Michael over a soundtrack of Joni Mitchell to tell you how I played today. And then she does that reckless cut to him. <laughs> he's driving, of course. She's not driving. And he's just, he sounds like an old Hollywood agent. He's just like, oh, you played great today, baby. You played marvelous. Yeah, They're going like, to love you, baby. Yeah, he was like, oh, it's a, it was tremendous. It was the most beautiful thing I've seen. It's just insane. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. I, like, just watching Catherine Gina Jones's star shine in her marriage is yeah. fascinating. It, it is, you yeah. know. Um, my my favorite, one of my favorite videos of hers is it's Michael Douglas again, okay. and he's got their dog on his lap. Oh yeah, and he's like petting the dog, and he's like, he goes, he likes a scratch on the belly. Yeah, he likes a scratch on the belly, and he's saying that, and then so Catherine Gina Jones turns the camera back to herself, and she goes, he likes a scratch on the belly. <laughs> It's so creepy. <laughs> they're like, gonna, they're gonna eat this dog. Yeah, they, they look like they are like the witch that ate Hansel and Gretel. They're gonna eat this dog. It, it's very for yeah, it's very cannibalistic. Because also, yeah. you can barely see what he's rubbing the belly of. You know, at first, yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. Who, is that a child? What who's, who's getting <laughs> yeah, their belly rubbed? Is, is, is this like an adult? What's that happening? He's rubbing the belly yeah. up. What's happening? Yeah. Did, did are they? Are, did did one of their like um, cleaners or did they capture one of the people that works <laughs> yeah. for them or something? Like, what's happening? Um, another hit, another one of their greatest hits on the on they the just grid. Keep coming. Yeah. They keep going, but um, is where she's performing very intense show tunes in her living room. Oh my god! While her children just blend stare watch her um it's crazy so she's like uh wait she's sitting oh yeah so she's sitting in her living room and it seems like one of her like gay best friends or something is just banging out like one of the it was like a george and ira gershwin classic that's just like i've got a rhythm i've got but Catherine zeta jones is sitting on like an ottoman in a silk turquoise Blouse, and she's just giving it her all. I mean, she can't forget her all. Yeah, she is just giving us the Great White Way Broadway performance. She's just she like, is in Chicago yeah. on stage right now, and she's sitting down while she's doing this, and she's doing some arm, you know, some arm like flapper moves. Yeah, but she works herself up into such a frenzy <laughs> that she has to get up. She gets up and she starts doing full like jazz choreography in her living room, and then they just like cut to her son, who's just one of those rich kids that that is so rich he just looks shiny like he's never yeah. filled out a w-2 form in his life he's like oh is that when they just like put money in your account like he's yeah. so shiny this kid yeah he's brand new yeah their yeah. kids both of their children are just one of those rich people that they're just so they've just been so protected they are so shiny i'm like oh my god i bet your shampoo is so expensive yeah and they just i just feel like the dead eyes of the kid watching he's like well at least mom's not doing sondheim you know yeah at least she's not doing like a sondheim yeah. ballad at least it's a upbeat one and then and she's dancing so much that like her like two gay friends that she's with like have to be like <laughs> yes. like have to start because she just won't stop. won't stop so like the guy just like has to like start clapping for her yeah. like okay let's let's wrap 
this up, Catherine. Yeah. All right. Uh, do we have the curtain? Can we just bring the curtain? <laughs> yeah. If we, have, if we don't close the curtain, she'll keep going. I swear to fucking God, she won't stop, you know? And the yeah. son just like begrudges, like, I'll get the curtain. He has to pull it out. I mean, it's and a Catherine's lot. like sticking her head out of the curtain, like not. And, and wait, the best part of this whole post is that we realize that this isn't actually a post dedicated to the death of her friend's mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is second in the caption. Like, first in the caption is like, this is what happens with me and my friends in my living room. Yeah. Basically, that's what it is. And then it's like, and also to my friend Anthony, who just lost his mom. Yeah. I've got a red mom. <laughs> yeah, I've got right. music. Like, those are some dead mom jazz hands. Yeah. You know? This is this is for Anthony's ma'am. M-A-M. Is, yeah. I mean, Catherine Zeta-Jones is one of those people... Who's so fun to watch because remember there was um, I don't know what award ceremony I think it was like the Oscars and she wheeled out her father uh, in law father in law Kirk Douglas yeah, right Kirk yeah. Douglas again Hollywood legend Michael Douglas plays second fiddle to their marriage like he is never anyway Hollywood royalty uh, Kirk Douglas. I think I don't know if he has dementia, but he's very old. He's in a wheelchair. He's, he's very old. Yeah, he's very old. But he, Catherine Zeta Jones is like, you know what I'll do to honor Kirk when I wheel him out? I will be wearing completely like a dress that's also lingerie. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yes. To honor my father-in-law, I'm going to show off my tits like nobody's business. <laughs> yeah. And she's just wheeling him out in like this negligee dress and beaming. Oh yeah, a beaming smile on her face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Beaming. They've never seen a brighter and bigger smile. Yeah, she's just like, everything's no ditching bitches. You know? <laughs> it, is, it was crazy. And yeah. Kirk Douglas is just like incontinent in the wheelchair. And you're like, yeah. what is happening? Yeah. Why are we even bringing, like, let's, we, do we need to bring Kirk out here? And especially in this fashion where his daughter-in-law is naked yeah. and wheeling him out onto the stage. This isn't good for anyone. It's just a total disconnect. <laughs> yeah. um, wild. I guess it's good for the viewers at home because it was just a Oh, it was wild. A Jaw dropping moment. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh my god, look at them all! They're loving this." <laughs> yeah, everyone's <laughs> like horrified. <laughs> Michael Douglas is like, "You're doing my my dad proud, baby. Yeah, I You're love doing it. it, doing it great, baby. I love that Welsh cackle. I think <laughs> I, I like saw some interview with Michael Douglas where he was like, they were like, Michael, what is your what's what sound do you associate with joy? And he was like, a Welsh cackle, and that's because she's wow, Welsh. Wow. Um, uh, wait, another what great a charmer. I know. And, you know, Michael Douglas, you know, he's, he's, we got to give him credit. He did survive pussy licking cancer. <laughs> so you got to give him credit. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's only a matter of time. What, I mean, until Owen Wilson comes down with anal lingus cancer. Yeah. What, what is the anal lingus cancer? I think it's just the same thing. It's just throat cancer. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's just throat cancer. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, Michael Douglas was kind of a Lothario in the 70s. I could see him getting cancer from too mm. much pussy. Well, but hey. anyway, um, but yeah, there was the one. One where they were in the Bahamas or somewhere like her. She she does a lot of videos of her family when they're like doing like rich people stuff, you yeah. know. And they were like dancing in the Bahamas together, and it's like so another, it's a very white lotus. Just ask yeah. yourself: Do you want to see Michael Douglas dancing to EDM music <laughs> in the in the humid Bahamas weather? Which of course we all do. Yeah, and then you see it, and you're like, "Did I really need to see that?" <laughs> in his like flowing linen button down. I mean, and he's like. 
You just hope there is a first aid kit somewhere near. That's <laughs> yeah, all I'm gonna yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, who's, yeah. Who's got the uh, defibrillator you hope for, it's, the, for the heart? You hope it's close by. Because, yeah, again, yeah. those two, his two kids are so rich, they have no idea what to do. <laughs> you know, they're like, who can we call? Uh, please, the ambulance. Um, anyway. Yeah, yeah that's, that was good. Uh, I, of course, we, we should, you know, before we get off this, we have to mention her, her photo shoot. Oh my to David God. Bowie oh in my the warehouse. God. The window. <laughs> the window. The giant window in the warehouse. Yeah. yeah. I was just saying that window, but also the metaphorical window. Oh, oh yeah. Just yeah, okay. into these, you know, people's, the entertainer, like the mind, like she just has no um, self consciousness. Like she is the most not yeah. insecure person. Yeah. Like, so she's just, there's a video of her doing, uh, and, and the caption is like, of course I would play Bowie's Let's dance <laughs> well like they're just doing some dumb photo shoot in a warehouse just like beep, 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 and then she's like she's <laughs> like yeah. giving it yeah. like it is dancing with the stars final elimination night yeah she and she is trying to beat jason moraz i mean she is, we all know he's going to the finals he should, he's so good um <laughs> she is twirling like her life dependent on yeah. it you know and just she like really is. it's it's incredible again in a similar navy athleisure a lot of athleisure and the smile does not just that printed on her face yeah i mean that's how yeah i mean it's like she had jaw surgery to make her mouth like that it's kind of like it's she has like a similar deborah messing energy but it's just Mm, different like the the kind of like if deborah messing was welch and not like a midwestern american yeah like trying to ingratiate herself into um that yeah i feel like one of the you know deborah messing is constantly trying to ingratiate herself into like regular america like she's cooking meals she's constantly (laughs) commenting on politics Catherine zeta jones is like i'm rich i'm always on private planes i'm always traveling i'm always golfing and i'm always getting my people taking their uh i'm always doing photo shoots like she you know what i mean she's like the complete opposite in this way where she's just like i'm entitled i'm fabulous here i am playing golf again and isn't this all great (laughs) yeah aren't we all enjoying me and michael on the private plane he's just like Catherine, you look amazing (laughs) (laughs) i mean i was thinking like how horny does he get at her golfing like I think that I bet the golfing has like added an extra five years to their sex life. I hope so. I hope so too. Yeah. I, I think he gets real, real randy when she's out there in her athleisure. Butterscotch stallion. Yeah, he's like, it makes you know I can only perform with the Viagra after you hit a nine iron. Love the way you swing. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I get a, I get a, I get a fun vibe from their golf outings. Hole in one, any hole, right, Catherine? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, honey. You're right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't like the sex. She humor. doesn't like it. No, she's she's you know, it's not her brand. It's not her brand. Um. Anyway, we can't recommend it enough. Have a, have yourself a great time and just scroll through that Instagram. It's, it's a great Instagram. One of the best celebrity Instagrams out there. Oh, yeah. Catherine Zeta Jones. She's she posts frequently. Mm-hmm. You get a post at least every other day. Yeah. And they just keep getting better. It's a reality show. Keep it going, Catherine. Yeah, we love it. Yeah. Um. And congrats to Michael Douglas on surviving pussy licking cancer. Good for you, Michael yes. Douglas, a male hero. Yes. Um, all right. Speaking of heroes, you know, speaking of, uh, male heroes, entertainment royalty. Yeah. Um, Andre 3000 
Right. Do you have any final thoughts on Catherine Zeta-Jones? Sorry, did I? I, I think that's kind of okay, it. It's just yeah. it's great. Yeah. And uh, and I hope that they're having some like raunchy golf nights uh, <laughs> with each other. Uh, they, they they seem energized because yeah. they seem energized by they it. Do. So they so really do. so I hope that they're you know. He's I like, hope that's paying off for Michael in the bedroom. When she wears navy blue athleisure, I just go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I tell her she can't wear that because my heart can't take it anymore. Catherine, you know what I got cancer from. What are you trying to do to me here? Um, all right. This has been quite the sexual episode. Yes. And we're really sorry if anyone... <laughs> we started... This is just horrible and gross. <laughs> really sorry. Um, yeah, you know. Well, you know, hey, well, Butterscotch Stallion was in the news. Catherine, yeah. When Catherine Zeta and Michael, you know, we found their Instagram. It was, you know, what are we going to do? We're not apologizing what for are, it. What are we going to do? Yeah, we're we're a sex positive podcast. Oh yeah. Um, all right. Speaking of positive, whatever. I don't know. Um, so yeah, like I said, Andre three thousand. Cat is perched like a gargoyle He's on the couch. So mad that he hasn't gotten food yet. So okay. Um, yeah, this is the third time I've tried to talk about Andre three thousand. I'm so sorry. Bad. The worst transition on podcast history. This is the worst. <laughs> worst transition. But whatever. Um, so yeah, Andre three thousand. He's in the news because he just released a new album called New Blue Sun. New Blue Sun, and um, we both listened to it. We both haven't talked to each other about it, so this is going to be interesting. Yes. But I got interested in the album. I read. I read this G, uh, GQ article about yeah, it. I just read that today too. Yeah, and it really piqued my interest. I got excited. I totally. I bought the story. I totally bought into the whole hype that this was like a radical artistic decision. And it was like Mm. the champion of the individual over like commerce, you know, art versus commerce. This is art. I totally bought into the whole story because they really were selling it that way, you know? Yeah. And then I listened to the album and I was like, this is just ambient flute music. That's the whole album. Why didn't they just sell it? Like I totally, I think I bought into the story way more. I I got I got hoodwinked because they should have just said it's 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 just ambient music. Yeah. Like it's really not that radical. Like I I got no, you yeah, know, yeah. For me, the whole thing is less about the music itself and more just about this turn for Andre Three Thousand because I do think it's interesting to see a, and I know it's part of the selling of it, yeah. but I, but I do think it's interesting to see a. Uh, an entertainer, especially someone as talented and legendary as Andre 3000, like, really come out and say, like, hey, I'm trying to do, I really, like, like for him, like, he was, he, the first song is, like, titled, I swear to God, I was trying to make a rap album for yeah. you guys, but this is just what happened. Right. Uh, and I think that's, like, interesting to watch. Uh, yeah. I think it's interesting to watch, like, that aspect of it. Yeah. The album itself, I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was good. You know, tedious by the end. Definitely yeah. gets a little monotonous and tedious. I'm like, maybe that's what he was going for. Right. Uh, New Blue Sun. I was trying to think like, because I was when I was listening to it, uh, I was trying to think like, and maybe this was me projecting on it too much, but like trying to uh, New Blue Sun. I was like, maybe this is just this whole album was like about a day. Yeah. And like the new sun rises up, but but I, by the third song, I was like, I don't think that anymore. Yeah. Um. But you know, I, I I thought it had it sounded a little Andrew Lloyd Webber. That's what I thought. Oh, I was like, this guy's a little bit of like a cat's Andrew Lloyd Webber, <laughs> Webber feel. Yeah. Um, I, I listened to it. I was on the train to uh, New Jersey uh, last night, and it did like score the tone of the like that's nice wintry Jersey swamps. Like yeah. looking out on the train, so I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, Trent Reznor, who 
He's like, <laughs> let's get Andre 3000 yeah. scoring a movie. I think that should be his next. Yeah. And I say it's Creed 4. They just announced oh. <laughs> Creed 4. And I think Michael B. Jordan get Andre 3000 to do the score. Yeah. Uh, that would be cool. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I, think I, I think I really just feel like I got sold uh, a radical album that is really just... This is ambient music. It's not radical. It's a genre of music that a lot of people make. And I just feel like the market is much smaller than the hip hop market. You know what I mean? So they had to sell it in this way. Uh, but I, the more I listen to it, I'm like, this is totally a, a, a normal genre of music. Like, there's nothing that interesting about it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, they, they, and I just think the way they talked about it, of course, they made it more exciting than what it is. But I think if they would have said it's ambient, like they called, they kept calling it the flute music, the flute, flute. So you're thinking like, in my mind, I was just thinking like there was going to be this like dynamic experimental flute thing. And I'm like, oh, no, yeah, there's this not is just... as much flute as you would expect from the way they talk about it. You're right. There, yeah, yeah. They kind of painted it as this like I totally fell for the story. It really is a story. And I think if they just tell told you what it is, it's really like less radical. You know, I just think I, I totally. And then I was like, you know, I don't you, really you like feel, you feel hoodwinked. I do. And because I don't like ambient flute music. <laughs> so yeah. I would never listen to it if they described what the music actually sounded like. But the way they described it, it was like, Andre 3000 is going to the laundromat to like connect with people. And then he's playing his flute in the back alley. And he made this like radical album. And you're like, oh, yeah, that sounds awesome. And then you listen, and you're like, this is actually just like music. It's really not that radical. It's just like a whole other, this is a genre of music that people make. There's, it's really not that radical to me. You know, like there, yeah. there are people who make this. this is a type of music so i mean yeah it's interesting it is interesting to get a glimpse into someone's artistic process because i do feel like this is sincerely where he is with his art right now yeah that's the most interesting thing about yeah. this whole thing for me is just watching him deal, yeah. with, deal with it this way and how i give you and i do kind of believe like that he probably was trying to make a rap album and, yeah. he, and it's just not coming easy for him right and so now he's doing this yeah he, yeah i wrote down he had a pretty interesting quote because I think this is too, he's really, sounds like he's, you know, dealing with his mortality a little bit. Like, sure, I think that's yeah. where this came from. Part of this, uh, see, I have the quote in the GQ article. He says, um, I'd like to make things that when I'm dead and gone 3,000 years from now, people may dig up and find. <clears throat> so if that's sculpting, if that's actually physical artwork, painting, designing instruments, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, to me, this feels like he's, you know, he says he's 48 in the article. It sounds like he's struggling with his... Uh, yeah. He did have a quote where he was like, I tried to rap. He's like, but I'm 48 now. He's like, I'm not saying that there's like an age cap on rap, but it's like, what do I do now? I go get colonoscopies and I'm losing my eyesight. Yeah. And I'm like, at the same time, though, I think we'd all love to hear an Andre 3000 rap song about getting a colonoscopy and losing his eyesight. Yeah. It'd be interesting to hear. Yeah. Um, But I was also like, but then this album, you know, it's very, uh, it's got a very ominous tone the entire time. It's very ominous and melancholy and just kind of, you know, monotonous. Yeah. And I was like, I think that, I don't know, maybe that's just, that is, he is telling us how he feels right now, oh, but yeah. just through this like dark, weird, you know. See, to me, it album. wasn't dark enough. I think if there was like, mm. I, I <clears throat> like instrumental music, but I think I, this is like, this isn't instrumental. This is ambient to me. This is at, this is like, like instrumental can yeah. have, can be dynamic. And this is like chill wave. I mean, this was chill yeah, yeah, music yeah. Yeah. to me. Like there was. And that's fine, like, I, but it's just not my thing. Um, yeah, I just couldn't connect with it. I, and it, it uh, it's very abstract. It, like, creates space in your mind. Like, I did appreciate that for, like, one song. But after one song, I'm like, I've done my abstract 
you know, sonic exploration with space. And, and like, like I get it, but I can't listen to a whole album because I feel like I'm at a spa. Yeah, it's, an hour, it's an hour and a half. The, yeah. the whole album is, it's a long, I don't know if that's my choice too, where if that's an artistic decision on him where he's just going to beat you over the head with this, yeah. with, with, his, with these songs. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I, I was conflicted where I'm like, I, I, I respect an artist being like, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm going to present and that's it. And that is kind of radical and interesting. But at the same time, I just don't think the product is radical and interesting it's ambient music people make ambient music it is a genre and that's what he's making and i think people need to fucking call it ambient music yeah (laughs) yeah. like that's what it is yeah no like like if this wasn't andre 3000 i would have zero interest in this in this music yeah yeah. but yeah but i guess there's something there is something to be said for well that is part of it it's andre 3000 and yeah he hasn't made music in so long and then right and he this is what he does and it's completely different than yeah like you, you do because for me, I'm like I'm listening to it. And I am like I'm waiting for him to like start rapping over right. it, and it doesn't happen. I mean, which is interesting. There's not even one beat in it, really. No, I mean, there's not yeah. even like one drum or anything. It's no. so and, ambient. And his style is like he totally could rap over these ambient sounds, right. like because he has such kind of like an, a pretty like abstract flow when mm-hmm. he raps. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I didn't hate listen, listening to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, for me, it's more about. This is Andre 3000 dealing with, you know, this version of himself as an artist. Right. Compared to what he used to be. And if he, like, you know, if he does feel like he just can't rap anymore, like he tries to, but he just, it just won't come to him. Yeah. It's interesting to watch a celebrity of, like, his stature publicly deal with that. Yeah. I think I'm just, like, there's, like, another, <clears throat> like, because the guy from Interpol, it is interesting. to Like, I do think it's interesting. I just think it's getting way overhyped. And I guess he is, I just think, yeah, I, I misunderstand. Yeah, he is huge. So I think that's another issue. It's like, he is did a you, huge celebrity. Did you hear the, did you read the Prince quote in that GQ article? Because uh, they, when they, I guess. Oh, I, yeah, I think so. When they, yeah, I guess when they reunited uh, at Coachella? some point. I yeah, think I think Coachella. Coachella or, and then they were going to go on tour. And I guess they were touring with like Prince at the time. Okay. And I guess like the first like show, Andre 3000 was like really just kind of not checked in. And I, and apparently Prince comes, Prince comes up to him backstage and he's like, you know what your fucking problem is you don't realize how big you guys are yeah and i guess after that that kind of snapped entre 3000 back into it which is a pretty interesting interesting story yeah i think i'm just like there are other like like the guy from interpol carlos d he was like huge and like that that, like genre of music and he was like very notable he was like the bass player he had a very distinct style and he left interpol at like kind of the height of their fame to go he got an mfa in theater which is very strange he got an mfa in theater from nyu and then he also makes ambient music Mm. so i mean there's like a lot of i don't know i think i'm just like i think i just got hoodwinked into listening to some ambient music when no one's calling it ambient fucking music yeah i'm getting stuck on it because i read i read the gq article after i had i had already so it's like i really didn't you know other than hearing that it was like flute music i heard i knew nothing about it okay so i yeah and then i read the article later so maybe i would have had different expectations you know if i had really read the hype on it before i listened to it um which you know alters your experience with it yeah i Uh, I got thrown off by the hype i got totally sucked into it and like in my mind, I thought it was going to be more. And and also, hundred thousand says he's okay with people not liking his music. He yeah. says he was. He's like I. He's like I know. Everyone, not everyone's going to like what I do. Like, right. Yeah. Which is yeah. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. I I just think it's interesting the way it's being sold to people. Um. No, it's kind of interesting. Which yeah, it is like because it does need to be sold yeah like, like yeah like if, if you know yeah I don't think a lot of people yeah if this wasn't hundred fifty thousand I don't think there'd be really a market for it at all. 
I mean, there is. Ambient there is, music yeah, is really there a thing. There is, yeah. It is like a thing. Like, yeah. people do listen to it. But that's that's what I think. I'm like, this is a thing. It's not, like, radical. It's just yeah. a different type yeah, of the, music. Yeah, the radicalness of it is that it's Andre 3000. Yeah. It's, that. it's yeah. this, like, legendary rapper who's now just doing ambient. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's like, thing, yeah. ambient abstract music with some like flute in the background right and when you say it like that you're like oh that's interesting but like when when the gq article it was like they were painting him as this like renegade artist who's like mysterious and like he he shows up like at at laundromats and like plays his flute in the back alley and it's it's like okay but he's making like he's still making like highly produced technical music it's just there's no lyrics and it's abstract i mean i don't know you know I don't know. It's just, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I, you know, overall, I give it a thumbs up. Yeah. Just, you know, I, 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 it's cool to see him, you know, try something different. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I'm giving it a thumbs up. It's not something, I don't think I'm going to really re-listen to it. Don't mm-hmm. know if I will. Um, you know, I think there's certain, but I do think there's like, there's certain times where that little ambient music is cool. Yeah, totally. Yeah, there yeah, are yeah, times. Yeah, it goes that- on that train ride. And it's it's a fitting background sound. I don't try to. I tried to listen to it walking around New York City, and it was just too loud. Like I mean, again, that can be an experience. The sounds from the city are intermixing with it. Mm. Like I get it, but yeah, I, I just like I don't know how to listen. Yeah, I'm, I'm, ambient music actually makes me very stressed out, and maybe that's why I'm like, why didn't anyone tell me this was just chill wave? And it just makes me angry. like I'm I'm not a chill person. I can't chill, especially if something's telling me to chill. Even less chill, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I am a chill person. I, I you're am very a chill, chill. person. That's why so I, I just, just kind of got into well, it. We Does get along. Yeah, we fit each other very well. I can't. I, I'm always sitting forward and kind of tense. Justin is chill. <laughs> <laughs> We're so. very fire and ice. Oh yeah. I mean, I am a fire sign. Where are you? Are you? Are you I earth? might be water. I think you're earth. I'm earth sign. Yeah, yeah you're I'm earth. an earth. Set uh, Capricorn. Yeah. Set Earth. I think it's Earth. I yeah. Think I think I'm an earth sign. I think so. Yeah. Anyway. Earth tones. Colors look good on me. Very, I'm an earth, earth sign. Yeah. Is that more like you're kind of grounded? I think so. Down earth? Yeah. Yeah. All things that explain me. Oh, sure. Uh, anyway, no, I do think it's cool, and I do think it's cool that Andre 3000 is like, I'm not going to rap because you want me to. This is the music I make. Take it or leave it. I do think that is cool. Yeah. I just think the fucking GQ article tricked me into listening to ambient music, and it pissed me off. <laughs> just say it's ambient. Don't tell me it's this radical flute thing. I'm, I'm picturing all this. It, it's, was, it was my fault. It was yeah. my fault. It's not on them. It's on me. I, I, I bought into it. And it's also a little tough, too, with a <laughs> flute, because I do feel like Anchorman kind of, like, just made mm. the flute such a ridiculous instrument for an entire generation of people. Yeah. So it's, like, it's hard to not just have comedy built into it. Uh, but, you know, I enjoy it. It's a silly instrument. It's I mean, it's a silly instrument. You know? I mean, oh, God. All right. It is silly. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. Do you have any last thoughts on? Uh... No. Just I don't want to shit on Earth Thousand because I really do respect him just doing what he wants. I think in the end that is like what artists should do. Um, and I'm, I'm I'm mad at myself for believing the hype a little bit and not just and I, that's all. It's it's my fault and it's not his fault. So. Angel, I wonder if you had listened to the album before you read the article. If, if... I don't think I would have been as furious. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I would have been like, oh, this is weird. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah like, it's, it's, yeah. For me, that's what it's really more about just watching Andre 3000 deal with his, you know, creative process. Just his creative process. Yeah. 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 Just watch him deal with his creative process. Yeah. So, and so. it's also interesting, like, commercial artists that like that who are expected to deliver a certain amount of art. Yeah. And like it's like a Kanye thing where, like, everybody, I mean, I shouldn't even bring up Kanye. I'm so sorry. I don't even, he's gone. I know. I'm sorry. But someone like, 
anyway, yeah, never mind. Uh, you know, just just expected to re-deliver what they did when they were twenty years younger and not the same yeah, person. Yeah. You know, well, yeah, like like any 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 artist, musician, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah like, because yeah. they're an industry themselves. They make so many other. They make other people so much money. That's so much pressure to yeah. to, to make art that makes money for all these people yeah like that's horrible pressure i think yeah. when really all he wants to do is make flute music that's not as commercial that's just what's kind coming that's just what's coming to him yeah, yeah 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 he doesn't care about them i mean that is is it, it is interesting and i bought into the hype and it ruined my experience okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, overall i'm giving it a thumbs up i yeah. enjoyed it way to go andre yeah excited to see what he does next and he can expose people to this music and they might like it you know they might not be like they yeah. might be people yeah. who actually can relax and listen to this yeah <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah so so that, so there you go yeah it is interesting and, and he is he is still very cool and whatever yeah um, so yes yeah, so i'll get us out of here on maybe a little outcast classic all right Little Miss Jackson. Wow. From the late, early 2000s, I guess. I think I heard a podcast recently talking about how this was like the worst Outcast song. That's so stupid. Right? That's so stupid. Oh my god, this cat. Yeah. (laughs) Why would, yeah, no, this song is so good. I know. Why is this the worst Outcast song? I don't know. What does that even mean? I guess they were talking about. I am for Um, I don't know. I guess they were talking about TRL era Mm. and how this got like stuck in the. TRL bullshit or whatever. That was just like overexposed. I guess so. I don't know. No, there's. I mean, there's. You can find bad. This. I disagree wholeheartedly. Miss Jackson is so good. Yeah. Anyway, all right. This is entertainment. Entertainment. The entertaining (laughs) uh, conversation about entertainment with comedians Justin Angermeyer and Caitlin McKay. I'm Caitlin McKay. I'm Justin Angermeyer. All right. This is Outcast. Miss Jackson. If you do listen to New Blue Sun, be warned. It's ambient music. Yes. Be warned. All right.